Hey everyone, Cassie with Happy Thinker here, and this is episode number 68. It is Cassie here. I'm so happy to be here talking to you today. We're going to be talking about our relationship and relationship improvers with ourselves. I talked about this last week, told you I was going to do a three-part series. This is part two. This is your relationship with your past self, which is the one we all dread the most. (laughs) If you have been a person in the past you didn't like, been a person in the past you didn't, feel proud of or been a person in the past where you felt like you were not quite as wise as you are today, don't worry. We have all felt like that, but I want you to learn to have a good relationship with your past self. Many times we think about our past selves as just like a memory, but in your mind, your mind does not know the difference from something sitting in front of you or something it's thinking about. In your mind, the way things work is if you're thinking about it, if you put it to a thought, it is. And therefore, your past self is like a person. Your past self is a past version of you, just like I've talked about future self, which will be next week's part three of this episode little series. But... I've talked about future self and how you can manifest things into being by picturing yourself already having what you want through future self. That future version of you already has all those good things. Past self is similar, but the difference is past self has gotten you where you are today. So even if you've made mistakes, you weren't the best person, you weren't proud of the things you did in the past, every action of your past has led you to where you are right now. Now, some people look at this as a bad thing. If they're not in a place in which they like in their lives, they can be very upset with their past decisions and be upset with their past selves and maybe don't have a very good relationship with themselves. Many people take the approach of if we just forget about it, it's not going to affect us anymore or if we just put that in the past, what's in the past is in the past and then move forward, that it's not going to affect you. And to a degree, this is a good practice, putting things in the past and not dredging them back up um, and feeling guilty about them is wise. But that's not what I'm talking about today. What I'm talking about is having a good perspective, changing that idea, that opinion of yourself from your past. Think about it like someone. We all have opinions about people. If we see... Um, our brother marries someone and he or she is a really good person. Like my sister-in-law. We'll use my sister-in-law for an example. I love my sister-in-law. I think she's a very good person. I think she's a very organized person. I have a good opinion of my sister-in-law. She straightened out my brother, which is a huge feat in and of itself. And I have a very good opinion of her. In my mind, I have an opinion of her based on my past experiences with her. So technically, my opinion is based in the past. It's not based in a future version of what I think she is going to be in the future. And it's not even about a present self because anything that she does will then become past by the time that I hear about it. This sounds a little trippy, but stick with me. So I have a past opinion of the present 
sister-in-law that I have. Her name is Chase, by the way. (laughs) So shout out to Chase. Hey, I hope you're listening. Anyway, so I have a good opinion of my sister-in-law. That opinion is based in a past experience of my sister-in-law. Someone that I might not have a good opinion of is based on a past experience of the person. It is a past opinion. And it's literally like a another version of that person because there's a present version right now that could be way different than our opinion of them because that person in the present could be making choices, thoughts, and decisions that aren't based on the past experiences we've had with them. So they may be a different version of them. And this sounds crazy, but stay with me. So we have a past opinion. And that past opinion is on that past person. You can think of them like separate people. Like there's, for my sister-in-law Chase, there is a past Chase, a present Chase, and a future Chase. I wish the best for the future Chase. I love the present Chase. And I have a good opinion of the past Chase. So that past person, version of that person, if we can think of it like another person, I have a good opinion of. So do you have a good opinion of your past self, that past version of you. If not, you might be interested to know that if you forgive and forget and just don't think about it, that's usually not very helpful to you. If you have a good relationship with your past self in terms of you can talk about it, you can bring it back up and it not cause any harm, and you have no problem bringing it back up and no feelings or regrets or yucky feelings are associated with past self, then you have a good opinion and a good relationship with your past self. If when you bring up any memories or decisions of which you partook in the past, you don't have a very good opinion of yourself or you have yucky feelings that come up, then you don't have a very good relationship with your past self. Okay, So now that we understand that concept, why is it even important? So most people don't like dredging up their past. So why it even matters that we have a good relationship with our past self is because all we have in this moment is our thoughts of this moment. The thoughts we are having in this very moment. So if you're thinking about your past, that isn't your past. It doesn't affect you in the present right now. It affected you then and maybe you made your habits and behaviors what they are now, but it doesn't affect you in the current moment. It isn't your past. That is simply your thought about your past. The only way the past exists at all is in your thoughts about it. Now, so your thoughts about your past in this moment doesn't affect you. Your past no longer exists, but only in your mind. So once you understand this concept, you're going to start to understand why you need to have a good relationship with your past self. What we're about to do, the exercise I'm about to run you through, is a very difficult one for some people. 
Sometimes having a good relationship with your past can be a very hard thing to do, especially if you have things in your past you're not proud of, um, hurts, pains, and shames in your past. I want to say straightforward here that I do believe that anything you experienced in your past is a valid feeling. But I do want to say this. You are pulling those feelings back up to the surface every time you think about your past, even when you don't want to think about your past, but it comes back up because you haven't forgiven yourself for things, you haven't forgiven others for things, or you haven't been able to come to terms with things. I don't believe everything in this world is solvable in terms of pain. But what I do believe is you can make it easier on yourself by being able to have a good relationship with your own past self. This doesn't mean you have to forgive anyone else in this exercise. That may be something you need to do later, and maybe you never do that, and that's okay too. But we work from our feelings, and our thoughts come first, and then our feelings. So, if our thoughts about our past self bring up pain and hurt, and they've not been dealt with, it's time to get a better relationship with yourself, so that when you make those actions, they're not out of feelings of hurt, regret, you know, wishing you were different in the past, because the past only exists in your mind, so you get to take from it what you want and leave what you don't. So it's time to walk forward in what is now but to do that we have to have a good relationship with our past self so i'm about to run you through this exercise it is a forgiveness exercise because if you are going to have a good relationship with anyone you can't have anything between you and that person the same thing is true for you and your past self do you have anything that you have held on to as a regret something you wish you would have done differently, then you're not forgiving yourself. There are things you're holding against yourself that are still being held against you in the present and is still affecting you in the present. You make decisions based on what you think. If you're thinking about your past in any form, you're still holding those things. So it's a forgiveness exercise. So I'm going to run you through this exercise and one more. There's tons of work you can do to develop a better relationship with your past self, but it has a lot to do with the way that you treat your, your thoughts. So let's start with this one. Okay, guys, let's do this together. I want you to take a really deep breath for me first. Because this exercise takes a lot of mental and emotional energy for most people. And this is more like a practice. This is something you can do often when you catch something from your past popping up that you need to forgive your past self for. So, breathe in. Breathe out really deep. Okay, let's get started. So, first off this is the hardest part or maybe the easiest for some depending on how you feel about this i want you to make a list you can either write them down or say them out loud but if you write them down throw them away don't keep them so don't make a list of everything make a list of the big ones the ones that are really hard for you 
all the things you can't forgive yourself, won't forgive yourself, or don't know how to forgive yourself for. And another thing that can help is sometimes we have had traumas or hard things in our past that we don't feel like we have to forgive ourselves for anything. We feel like we need to forgive others for those things or we need to find resolve with others. Maybe not even forgiveness, but resolve. And we don't think we're at fault or blame. But I want you to take a moment, think back, and take responsibility for things that have happened in your life that maybe weren't your fault, but were the result of choices you decided to make. Those are the things I'm talking about. Forgiving other people and situations and and things that have happened in our lives is another thing that you need to do to have a good past, but we're not talking about our past. We can take from our past what we want and leave what we don't. What we can't take out of our past is ourselves. So therefore, we have to have that good relationship. That part's always going to be there. So, I want you to make a list. List as many things as you can think of that you disliked about your past self. That you can't forgive yourself for your past self for where you look back and kind of regret of your past self. I will start this for you so it'll feel a little bit easier. Past self, I hate that you never let yourself be who you really were, ever. You were always putting restraints on what you felt, what you thought, and who you were altogether. Past self, I hate that you tried so hard to be something that other people wanted you to be that you forgot who you were. Past self, I hate that you suffered so long with problems with your eating and and your weight and things that could have been easily taken care of had you just loved yourself. I hate that you never felt confident. I hate that you always second-guessed your intuition. I hate that you used to hide large pieces of yourself away, believing that others couldn't accept them, but mostly because you couldn't accept them. I hate that you were never willing to speak up. You were always kept under under wraps. I hate that you didn't think you were beautiful. I hate that you gave yourself such a hard time about so many things that weren't important in the long run. I hate that you may have hurt people in the process of you hurting yourself in your past. Alright, so it's a list of things I hate about my past self that I dislike so much that I regret about my past self. And you can get really specific or you can do what I did and pick specific feelings or things that you were as a person. Or you can pick specific situations. Either one is fine. Now, what is important is that 
specific situation or what I did and picked specific traits and qualities about my past self I didn't like. It has to be connected to the negative feelings that you experience or the negative limiting beliefs that you experience because of your past. As long as they're tied to those, it doesn't matter either way which one you decide to go with. But you make a list of these things and saying them out loud can be very freeing because sometimes we've never even told ourselves all the things we didn't like about our past self. And sometimes it's very freeing just to say them out loud. But then you take that list and you say, you look at it, whatever it is, like I'm going to say, um, the one where I struggle with my, my weight and my eating because I didn't love myself. I'm going to pick that one. You were doing the best that you knew how with the tools you knew how. And I forgive you for struggling with your weight. You are a beautiful person. And the love that you were looking for was inside you the whole time. So as you can see, what I just did was I took the scenario that I gave and as if I were talking to a friend who had just told me something they hate about themselves, I honestly told them the positive of that and I forgave them for their feelings because it's still you we're talking about. We may think about it like we're talking about another person but you're forgiving you. When you forgive, you need to take some deep breaths and imagine letting it go, like physically, like a balloon floating in the air. Like it's gone. It's going away. All far, far away. You'll never see that again. It's just gone. You've forgiven it. You've accepted it. You've let it go. But what you have to do is you have to talk to your past self as if you were talking to your friend, your best friend, who had just told you that they hated themselves because they never let their real self be shown to the world. They always kept it under wraps. They hate their self for that. They regret that so much because they wasted so much time. If your best friend told you that, what would you say to them in a, in a positive way to make them feel like they can let it go and and it's important to say I forgive you for this too since it is you we're talking about so you would go through that list and say I forgive you for this and sometimes you need to do things like think about it in terms of you were doing the best you knew how at the time or maybe if you weren't doing the best you knew how, if you had other tools at your disposal and weren't using them for whatever reason, you need to forgive yourself for that. I forgive you for not reaching out for help when you needed it. I forgive you for not being brave enough to admit who you really were. And it's okay that you did that. Because now, you are who you really are. So like, things like that. You need to talk to yourself as if you're talking to a friend. If you need help with this, write down things. And sometimes things from our past are things we've never even told another individual. So if this is difficult for you, that's okay. 
But running through forgiveness exercises like this and making it a practice of doing so whenever we see something that pops up from our past of a negative feeling that we experience from our past, that means you need to deal with it. Our feelings are indicators that we're having thoughts about a situation, a person, a place, a thing, or ourselves that are not helping us that are not giving us what we need. And our feelings are an indicator that we just need to pay attention. They're cues from our body. Hey, this is something to pay attention to. Doesn't mean it makes it what it is, but it is something to pay attention to, and maybe it's a place we need work. When it comes to having a good relationship with self, the first step is forgiving yourself for anything that you had previously held against yourself. You can't have a good relationship with someone if you have things that you're not forgiving them for. The same thing is true with self. So forgive yourself first. The next couple things you need to do to have a good relationship with past self is start to establish a relationship. Write a letter to your past self forgiving them giving them um, maybe a little pep talk about everything that is going well in your life now that maybe you worried about then. Think about the things you were worrying about five years ago and are they even relevant now? That can make you feel really good in the present moment and it also can help you let go of anything that you were holding against yourself in the past. So being able to come to terms with that and writing yourself a letter is a good way to establish a good relationship with your past self. Accepting anything that happened to you from your past is another thing that has to be done to have a good relationship with past self. When you accept the things that happened to you in your past, you don't have to accept what someone did or how someone treated you. That can still be wrong. That can still be not okay. That's not what I'm talking about. But accepting that that did happen, but that isn't who I am, and that doesn't define my past self either. That is simply a part in the story. When you read a book or watch a movie, things that happen to the characters don't make them what they are. They choose to make themselves what they are based on what they think and feel about it. So if you have gone through some kind of trauma in the past, it may have hurt, it may have been crippling, life-altering, crushing, and hard to understand, deal with, or come to terms with. There's nothing wrong with that. But you get to choose who you are. That person, that thing, or that situation doesn't get to choose that. They don't have that kind of power. And by giving them that kind of power, you're taking it from yourself. So by choosing to take back your power now in the present, you are giving your power back to your past self. And by forgiving your past self for not seizing it then, you are clearing the air of anything that you guys have between yourselves. (laughs) So... I know this concept can kind of seem crazy and a little woo-woo, but I want you to take me at my word here. You have a relationship with all three of your self-versions, your past, your present, and your future self. And the way you perceive yourself in all three scenarios 
can help you in your thoughts because your relationship with you is one in which you probably think about more than you realize. Once you can get your relationship with you to a really good place, you never have to worry about your other relationships um, being affected by the things you haven't dealt with for yourself. You know, that it's not you, it's me type deal. When you take care of your own emotions and you take responsibility for them, you may not have done the things that made them happen, but you take responsibility for them now, then you are able to have this relationship with self that benefits everyone around you, makes you a healthier, happier you. And it's really important to show up that way for the people that you love. They need you at your best. So sometimes forgiveness of self is hard, but it's really important. Take me at my word, you'll feel a lot better once you're able to really come to terms with the things that have happened to you in your past and you've forgiven yourself for the things you didn't maybe do right or the things you regret in your past. There are many other exercises to improve your relationship with your past self, but these are the big ones to get you started and in the ballpark. The last exercise that I really want you to do a small portion of now, once you've gone through the forgiveness exercise and you've gone through the practice of trying to accept the things that happened is to make a thank you letter to your past self. Write a letter of a thanks for all the things that have made you what you are today, who have gotten you to where you are in the world today, who has inspired things that is in your current present life that your past life had to do with, your past self had to do with. Give yourself appreciation and thanksgiving. You improve any relationship when you show them you're thankful for them and the things they've done for you. The same thing is true with your past self. Your past self has done things for you to get you here. Even if it was just surviving what you went through, your past self did that for you. They could have given up and they didn't. So you get to say thank you to your past self. You can list as many things as you can think of and write a letter of thanks to your past self. You'll appreciate it later. And it's a great practice and exercise to do every once in a while. Especially if you feel like maybe your past self really needed that. A thank you from someone for all the things that they did. Okay? Coming this next year, I'm going to be talking a lot about Um, many different topics that I have talked about this year. I'm going to reiterate at the very end of the year here um, all of my concepts that have been super beneficial in my life coaching and health coaching practices. And I want you to take from it what works for you. All teachers take information and bring it to the forefront of what they've experienced in life. Everybody's life experience is a little different and teachers, you can take from them what you need and leave what doesn't 
suit you and doesn't align with you. As long as you're being true to yourself and doing that, you're not lying to yourself or saying that doesn't that doesn't apply to you, but maybe it does. <laughs> so I hope you've loved this podcast. I know this was a little bit of a harder one for some people. This is sometimes something you may have to come back to doing. So if you're having trouble doing it now, take a breather, go do something relaxing, think about something else, and then come back to it. If you have a very traumatic past, and so sometimes going back for a few moments is more difficult to, because you relive all those feelings and emotions and thoughts, do some meditation in the middle of it. Take some moments to do some deep breathing and just focus upon your breath. That helps tremendously. And then you can come back to this, the, because think about the, it this way. We are not talking about your past self who did or felt all of those things. We're talking about a, an individual version of you, a different person per se. So you're looking at that person's life like a story, like a movie. And you get to decide how you now see that movie, your perspective on the movie. The movie happened the way that it happened. Nothing can change that. And that's okay. But you get to decide how you see your story. Do you want to see it in a good light or in a bad light? And that's up to you. So I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have any questions for me or if you would like to learn more about this practice, go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com and um, I will see you there. Okay, talk to you soon.